welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is January the 16th, and I'm with Scott for another Words of Grace podcast. Good afternoon, Justin. And we are in a new book at Grace Community Church. Not yes. like a book book of the Bible. A book of the Bible. Yeah. That's right. Not We're not reading a new book together. Yes, right. Yeah. The book is really a letter. Yep. A uh, short letter. And it's the letter or the book, the epistle is the better way of saying it, of First Peter. <laughs> first Peter. Yeah. So we jumped in and we were just in the first two verses, the the greeting on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's a lot in that greeting. Yeah, yeah. I was telling you earlier. I've I've talked to some people around Grace, and they're like, "Man, it makes me want to slow down in the greetings a little more because mm-hmm. there's a lot that you unpacked on Sunday." Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. give us a little bit of a, a just a review from Sunday. But I want to ask one more broad question as we jump into a new book. But kind of talk a little bit about the sermon on Sunday. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The, we introduced the the uh, book of the letter of First Peter by just sharing the introduction and, and uh, or I shouldn't say the introduction, the greeting. Yeah. And um, the greeting identifies people, mm. uh, which is so helpful. Now, <clears throat> it, it identifies them interestingly, so it's not mm-hmm. like this long biographical sketch of the Apostle Peter. It just It's just Peter, the Apostle of Jesus Christ. But you can take from that one little sentence, and then you can start looking at, at what that means. And before you know it, you can... You know, we can glean a lot from the scripture about the Apostle Peter, his life, his calling, mm-hmm. his his uh, his own growth in Christ, uh, the fact that he was an apostle, mm-hmm. therefore his leadership in the church, his writing of the one of the two, uh, of two of the New Testament letters. So, uh, yeah, that's what we did. We identified the the people involved. So the first one was Peter, and then the second one. Uh, he's the writer, and then the second one was the the recipients of this mm-hmm. letter called First Peter, and that would be the chosen sojourners or elect exiles, the mm-hmm. the Christians. I didn't go into too much detail. We will as we the more we go along, the more we'll see even the makeup of this these yeah. churches. But they are Jews and Gentiles, and they're living in an area of the world at that time. People would think of it as Asia Minor, but in mm-hmm. uh, or well, they wouldn't. They would think of it in the, mm-hmm. as the regions that are mentioned in First Peter, but right. sometimes it's referred to as Asia Minor. We know it as the country of Turkey, yep. and these regions were in sort of the northeastern part of that, north and northeastern mm-hmm. part of that. Uh, and they were they were believers in Jesus Christ, and he called them sojourners because this is their home they're living in, but they're really as followers of Christ. They're they're citizens of heaven. Mm-hmm. So we listed out those, and then we identified God Himself, mm-hmm. and and uh, there's where we talked uh, about the Trinity, yeah. the Trinitarian nature of God, one God in three persons: yeah. Father, Son, and and, yep. and Holy Spirit. In the text, it's Father, Spirit, and Jesus Christ, yeah. uh, who is the Son. So we identified them as their role. Not not so much the theology, the developed systematic theology of the Trinity, as much as mm-hmm. we just identified God as in His role as Father, mm-hmm. uh, Spirit, and Son, to choose, elect mm-hmm. by His foreknowledge, to sanctify, and then to cleanse, and and the one that we obey. Yeah. So there was a lot of identifications yeah. going on, and that was I hope 
that not only did we do that, I didn't want to do that in some academic way. I wanted to show how um, identifying everybody is very practical to us. Yeah. You know, we receive the word of Peter because it's from the apostle of Jesus. We receive it as the word of God that, that uh, we know who we are, uh, sojourners in this world, and we know what God has done for us, and therefore He will never leave us or forsake us. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, a, it was when you were reading it. I was thinking because when you talked about, you know, we are, we are, our home is in the kingdom of heaven. That that's our citizenship, mm-hmm. and so it's like here's your kingdom, and then here's your king, and so yeah. this beautiful trace in which which because they're going to be talking about the sufferings they're going through mm-hmm. in First Peter, and our Peter's going to be addressing that and. What better way to give them the hope to start off with and go, here's your king. Yeah. This is the king you follow, so have hope. Yeah. Um, he right. rules and he reigns, and so trust him. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it was, it was a great start, and, and you left off two points still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. So I was writing, you know, I, I write my sermons out, yeah. um, and I was writing the final draft on Saturday morning. Which is typical. That's usually when I do it. Yeah, I wonder if people. When I think you said that, I wonder if people are going like, "He writes his sermon on Saturday." I'm like, "Well, no, it, it's a build up." That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a build up all week long. I mean, right. working in it, thinking about it, doing yeah. some reading, uh, outside reading on it, and all that. All pretty much all week. In fact, yeah. I started this morning for next week. Right. But on Saturday morning is when I wake up and you know start to finish, write out the sermon. And so as I did it this this past Saturday. Uh, I had three main things I wanted to talk about. I knew the first one was was a larger point, but I didn't know that it was going to be, you know, like like four-fifths of the whole sermon, yeah. even in writing. And it was, and I laughed at myself. So the la- so it was like a big point, you know, four-fifths of the sermon, and then the, the last two points were like a page and a half. Yeah. And, and so I just laughed and said, well, this will be, you know, you'll blow through these final. But then when I got up to preach, uh, I, I didn't even – talk about it because yeah. I realized I was out of time. Yeah. But it's okay because they were, I can tell you the two points, just basically that, that God supplies us with ongoing grace and peace to, to, for, for what we need as sojourners in this world. Mm. And that, and that God has communicates to us as sojourners in this world through the written Bible. Mm. So there were the two points. Yeah. See, it didn't take long. And those could be two other sermons. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I got to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should do two more sermons and just the greeting. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a wonderful sermon to start off with the book of First Peter. So what I wanted to ask you, um, as as you jump in, I'm sure, you know, as as you know, the preaching pastor, you step in to a book and you've kind of looked at the whole book some already. Mm-hmm. As you think about First Peter, the letter, what are you hoping that we would gain as a congregation mm-hmm. from from hearing this preach and going through it together as a church? What are some hopes that you have for Grace Community Church as we walk through this letter? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, boy, I have a lot. The themes of First Peter, I hope, really become um, our goal and mm-hmm. our encouragement. Yeah. The theme of obedience to Christ, the mm-hmm. theme of entrusting our souls to God mm-hmm. while we live in this world. Um, you know, the theme of just living by the wisdom of of God and His kingdom. Uh, versus living by the wisdom of the world. So, sometimes I think that we as Christians, we we see that we're different. We see that what we value and believe and, and, and trust is different from the world, but we don't know what to do from that point on. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know how to live, how to respond yeah. in this environment of tension that we, that we talked about. 
But First Peter doesn't just tell us that there are tension points and that there's going to be suffering. It actually tells us how to live in it, like how mm-hmm. to respond to it. And so what I what I'm yeah what I hope is that um, is that people that we as a congregation will learn that how how do we live in this and how do we respond in it. But beyond that, kind of if I could just think more generally about what I how I hope our church receives it is. I would like, it would be a wonderful thing if we could receive this the way the people who first heard it received it. Mm. And I was thinking about that. So, you know, Peter wrote this letter, the scholars say probably the the mid-60s, all right, first century, mid-60s. So if you, you know, you don't have to get exact, but do a little general math here, and you could say that, that if these people who are listening to this, heard this message or read this letter, heard this letter read to them in the Mm -hmm. mid-60s. If they had been at Pentecost, the the day that Peter preached Mm -hmm. with the filling of the Holy Spirit and thousands came to Christ, there were visitors from these areas there. And If they had heard that, then they had been a Christian for maybe 25 or 30 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. So imagine, you know, if you if you're sitting there, you're you're out in one of these regions in in Turkey, what we now know as Turkey, and you're going to go to church on Sunday because the 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 Christians have started worshiping on Sunday. It's the resurrection day, it's the Lord's day, and you're going to go on the Lord's day. And you're told that Peter, who you know to be the guy that preached at Pentecost, you know him to be the the, the apostle, you know him to be the leader of the church, you know his relationship with Paul, you know the other apostles, and and you know that Peter's probably over in Rome, and he sent this letter that's supposed to be circulated throughout this region and read in all these congregations, and you get told that, you're going to show up at church the next Sunday realizing, I'm going to hear a letter from the apostle Peter. Mm -hmm. And he's going to instruct us, and we believe this will be from Jesus himself. He's going to tell us how to live Hmm. in these days. Hmm. I mean, what kind of excitement? Yeah. What kind of freshness? Mm-hmm. What kind of anticipation would you show up at church that day knowing you're going to hear from the Apostle Peter? Yeah. And then if you think, too, let's say that, that somebody, a young person or an older person who's new to the faith, who came, became a Christian and is maybe a year or two at the most into this Christian life, or maybe mm-hmm. maybe not even that, and you're told, you've been hearing about Peter, you've heard about Peter, and you've heard about Paul, and you've heard about the apostles, you've heard about Jesus, and then you've heard about Pentecost, and you've heard what the last 30 years have been like, but you're brand new to it. And then somebody tells you, hey, um, the, a letter has been written, and it's going out, being circulated throughout the churches, and it's going to be read when we gather uh, on the Lord's Day. Um, so when you come Sunday, you're going to hear that. You would just be like you couldn't wait to get there, yeah. Because you're thinking I got to figure out how to live this new life. Mm-hmm. So then you sit down and you got a mixture of Jews and Gentiles. Uh, we see that in the evidence of First Peter that it's there's a mixture of both, and you got maybe twenty five and thirty year old uh, believers. I mean believers twenty five or thirty years, and then maybe some other believers who are new Christians, and then everybody in between, and you're all sitting there, hmm. and the the letter from the apostle is about to be written. Or read, I just the freshness of that. Yeah, 
uh, and and the delight of knowing and just what would it do to them? Mm-hmm. How would it? What would their? What would be going through their minds? Yeah, you know they're being encouraged, they're being corrected, they're being they're being instructed, they're given hope. Mm-hmm. And I could go on and on. I mean, that's a sermon right there in of yeah. itself. Just how yeah. we receive the message, the yeah. letter. And so, I, you had, your question was, what do I hope for our church? Just that 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 we would be coming in like on the edge of our seat. Mm-hmm. Not in my sermon, goodness gracious. But at the letter. At the letter. At the reading of the letter mm-hmm. of of First Peter. And yeah. then then expounding on it. Yeah. And that people would just be just like chewing this thing up. Just, yeah. just squeezing every bit of of mm-hmm. of truth out of it and encouragement out of it that they yeah. possibly can. That yeah. the freshness of receiving mm-hmm. God's word. That's what I hope. Yeah, I mean, I love the way you put it that way, just of, of how, what would it do if that's the mindset we had? Mm-hmm. Like, we're coming in Sunday in 2023, mm-hmm. and we're about to read a letter that Peter wrote in Rome mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. Because we yeah. believe that about the word, that right. this is for us, not just for the people in Turkey. This mm-hmm. is for us. And and I know as we'll unpack First Peter, there's some similarities to what's going on in their world and what's going on in our world. That's and right. So here we go. This is for us mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like we have you know we we have a discipleship manual. That's the way these people yeah. would have understood it. They would have said, okay, here's the letter from the apostle. He's telling us how to live. Make sure it's getting written down. Make sure we got a copy. Make sure we remember what he says. Make sure we because this is our discipleship. This is our sojourning manual. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what we have for yeah. ourselves. Yeah. So good. So hoping some of these themes land on the congregation that mm-hmm. we see in First Peter, and then also hoping that we come to the letter of First Peter with a new, fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, one last question is: yeah. you going back to the first answer about the themes? Is there any theme right now in your mind that really rises to the surface? For me, um, on a personal level, yeah. it's that word entrust. Okay. I put that in the prayer guide, you know, so we're in yes, the, we're in the right. devoted to prayer season. And um, we were saying, you know, that, that the process of prayer could look something like this. You know, we're trusting God in, in, in a general, you know, who he is and his goodness and his love and his wisdom and his mercy and his power. And then based on that trust, there's, there's, more, of a, um, there's more of an activity of the mind, more of an active trust that entrusts. Yeah. And uh, so we're giving ourselves and our situations over to God, and and then we're asking, and then we're receiving, and so that that entrusting theme is found twice in well, it's all through First Peter, but the, the mm-hmm. word entrust in the English language is actually used twice, and once it's used of Jesus, mm-hmm. who when he was suffering entrusted himself to to God, and the second it's used of us, where in our lives we're doing the same thing as we follow in Christ, follow Christ in His sufferings. We too entrust our souls to God, mm-hmm. and so this that that idea of of giving completely over, submitting to the Lord, um, entrusting our future, entrusting our souls to Him in not only mm-hmm. prayer but in obedience. That's a really powerful theme yeah. that that has been working in me mm-hmm. lately, and I hope that it's coming will come to others with the same force. Mm, that's great. Which, you know, to remind our congregation, we're in this month of prayer. And, you know, again, if you're listening to this and going, oh man, I missed that Sunday where we passed them out. We've got it online. Yeah. You can find that digital copy, but just 
Pick yeah, that the up. The Devoted to Prayer Guide. Yeah, it yes. is online. That's it's right. Online. The That's Devoted right. Prayer Guide. Continue to pray through that through the rest of the month. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to this Sunday to get back in First Peter. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.